We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. recently issued this statement requiring that you must report your income from illegal activities like selling drugs or stolen property so that you could pay tax on the fair market value of the item you stole unless you return it back in the same tax year. But if you thought the IRS was actually crazy to incorporate this into their guidelines, think again. They know that most people are not going to be reporting stolen or illegal activity on their tax return. And because of that, it makes it easier to convict criminals of tax evasion even if they cannot prove those items were necessarily stolen. Think of it this way, a suspected criminal gets caught wearing a $50,000 gold Rolex. The police ask, Where'd you get it? Did you find it? Was it a gift? Welp, now the IRS gets involved and you're guilty of tax evasion. That's how they caught Al Capone in 1931. He pled guilty to tax evasion when they couldn't pin him down on his other alleged crimes. So moral of the story, don't steal, report your income to the IRS, and subscribe if you want more interesting news just like this. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. This short episode is fresh off the presses because the article just came out as of the time of recording by Jim Hoff, April 27, 2023, at 8pm. IRS plans to hire gun-carrying special agents and authorized arrest, and has authorized arrest in all 50 states. The job listing on IRS website 
revealed that the organization is still trying to hire armed or armed arrest authorized special agents or criminal investigators in all 50 states quote we're hiring special agents now states the irs website in all caps as a special agent you will combine your accounting skills and uh your accounting skills with law enforcement skills to investigate financial crime special agents on duty Sorry, special agents are duly sworn law enforcement officers who are trained to, quote, follow the money. No matter no matter what the source, all income earned, both legal and illegal, has the potential of becoming involved in crimes which fall within the investigative jurisdiction of the IRS criminal investigation. Because the experts, uh, because of the expertise required to conduct these complex financial investigations, IRS special agents are considered the premier financial uh, financial investigators for the federal government, according to the agency. Below are the major duties. Duty 1. Adhere to the highest standard of conduct, especially in maintaining honesty and integrity. Right. 2. Work a minimum of 50 hours per week, 50 hours per week, which may include irregular hours and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. Bling, 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 bling. Hello? Oh, there's a family unwrapping Christmas presents right now? Oh, well, boss, it's 5 p.m. on Christmas, on Christmas, Christmas Eve. You have Christmas Day. I, I, can't, I can't go there. Uh, all right, boss, I'll go kick in the door, shoot the dog, and arrest the father in front of everybody. Huh? Oh, well, God bless you too, sir. Merry Christmas. Yep, yep, and a Happy New Year. Click. FBI, open up. <laughs> right. La la la. Uh, maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. That sounds fatphobic. <laughs> Four. Be willing and able to participate in arrest of uh, evacuation or evict. Sorry. Be willing to. Uh, be willing and able to participate in arrest, eviction, uh, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. Carry a fire. Uh, last point. Carry a firearm. Must be prepared to protect him or herself or others from physical attacks at any time without warning. And to use firearm in life-threatening situations, must be willing to use force up to include and use deadly force. But you can't own guns. Only the state-approved money cops can. The agency is hiring at least 360 armed agents in 249 locations around the country, according to the job posting. Sorry. The IRS posted the position on USA Jobs in the middle of February, and it will be available until the end of the year. The annual wage range for IRS CI special agents is... $52,921 to $94,228. The Internal Revenue Service IRS came under fire last year after a similar announcement posted on its website after the Democrats passed the new $700 plus billion spending bill during the recession with with inflation at 9.1%. That's, that's the publicly reported inflation, homie. It gets worse which will add 87,000 new IRS employees to harass and abuse the working Americans and their political opponents. Well, the interesting thing about this is uh, the 
House of Representatives is already working on stripping the ability of the IRS to actually expand and hire these people, and they're blocking all hiring processes right now. So there is a chance that this is just rat like saber rattling from the government and sure they can put the application out and still enlist and act like they're hiring but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go through and they have until the end of the year for this little recruiting effort and we're coming up on halfway through the year dog a couple more days will be in the fifth month of this year christmas was almost damn dog christmas was about five and a half months ago time's flying now an expert says weaponizing the irs just like obama thanks obama obama -na. Uh, Iessa says, quote, the Declaration of Independence says that we not only have the right, but we also have the duty to alter or abolish any government that does not secure or, uh, secure our unalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, based. Uh, Damo Cringe says, the government knows the people will not do anything, and that is why they commit their crimes right in the open. But that's not true. People are doing things. There's a huge pushback going right now, and the cultural shift is underway. But keep peddling them black pills, and it will surely get you somewhere. Oh, they have a little back and forth here. That's, uh, you know what? Uh, Essa's response with, Oh, but they wouldn't, be they wouldn't be pressing in so hard to take away our weapons if they truly believed, as you say. Just as our founders tried all the means for peaceful solutions with mother with the mother country, so are we, time will tell. Demo Cringe says They do not need to take your gun they do not need to take your guns to control you. The government controls the ammo. Retarded point. People can make ammo. Anything can become ammo. And you can modify and make firearms at home anyway. That can fire more than just ammo. I, I, I think demo is just a black pill dealer and it's not going too well for him. Essa responds with, some people always find reasons to be defeated. Where there is a will, there is a way. Absolutely. Demo, it's called reality, and wishful thinking is not a way. Damo, you sound like a complete whiny little fucking pussy bitch pants. I'm sure you're drowning in all the pussy at all the parties right now, you feckless little floon. But now, all hope is not lost, because look, if all hope is really lost, why are they doubling down so hard on distractions and, and propaganda right now? If all hope was truly lost, their propaganda would not be fucking necessary. So, you are fake news. Last actual comment we're going to read is Eric MC. More recruits for the National Army that Obama wanted to implement. It wasn't enough to have Lois Lerner get them. Block tax-exempt status for conservative organizations. Now armed forces to expand that power. Kill them! That... And I'm saying that because that comment is just the mm, hits the point right home. That being said, this is a short episode of Inside Four Walls. will be wrapped up here. I am your host, James Madison. Remember, I lost my tax forms in an unfortunate boating accident. Have you ever wondered how the IRS knows how much money you have at the end of the year? I'll tell you a secret. All right, they don't. The IRS only knows what's reported to them. So if you work a traditional nine to five, you get a W-2 form, right? And your employer files a similar W-2 form. And if those two numbers match up, you're fine. You're in the green. If they don't, that's when you get an audit. All right? Now let's say you never file a W-2. They never get a 1099. Well, the IRS has no idea how much money you have. There's not some kind of centralized database of every single bank account and every single transaction you've ever made. I mean, that'd be ridiculous, right? Impossible to comb through. Now, I'm not saying they can't have access to any bank account they want, sure. But first they have to find the bank account. They have no idea where you bank. 
I'll do with that information what you will. Happy counting. You know, Ron, uh, I'm writing a book, uh, I've written a book uh, talking about the future of the conservative movement, and I tried to go back to figure out when the big mess began that led to this collapse. And there were a few people, Peter Walson at uh, AEI, uh, and even the New York Times article that was written in 1999 warning about Freddie and Fannie. Uh, a lot of warnings out there. Alan Greenspan also issued warnings. But I was stunned by reading a statement you made in the banking committee uh, yes. on September 10th, 2003. In fact, I reprinted the whole thing in my book. I want, to, I want Americans who hear leaders saying every day, we could have never seen this coming. This was a shock. How did this happen? I want to read what you said five years hmm. before the collapse. The special privileges granted to Fannie and Freddie have distorted the housing market by allowing them to attract capital that they could not attract under pure market conditions. Like all artificially created bubbles, the boom in housing prices cannot last forever. When housing prices fall, homeowners will experience difficulty as their equity is wiped out. Furthermore, the holders of the mortgage debt will also have a loss. These losses will be greater than they would have otherwise been had government policy not actively encouraged overinvesting in housing. And you go on to oh say because God. so many people will invest in housing, the damage will be catastrophic. Congressman, how could it be that you knew this on the banking committee in 2003 and nobody else did until after the collapse? Well, I, w I would think the easiest explanation is, is uh, Washington, D.C. is permeated by Keynesian economic thinking. Very few even know the name Austrian economics and understand the business cycle. I was concerned about the building of the bubble since 1971 when gold uh, was delinked from the dollar. So since that time, the bubble has been gradually being inflated, but it got out of hand in the 1990s as well as after 2000, Bernanke taking interest rates down to 1%. To me, uh, the biggest surprise was, although I was very concerned in 2003, I was concerned before that, I'm surprised it lasted to 2007. That's when the bubble really burst. But it was amazing how long it lasts. And to me, the more amazing thing right now is not only has the financial system collapsed, which is very, very bad and very dangerous, I believe that what we're moving toward now is the collapse of the dollar. And the collapse of a dollar, because it's the international reserve currency, I think is going to be much worse than what we have already witnessed. Can you all believe yeah, this prediction is, in mean, 2003? Prophetic. Absolutely. Talking prophetic. to everybody on the banking committee, telling them, hey, we're in trouble. Let's not go this direction. Right. Or we're going to be in trouble. And then, you know. Uh Welcome to Joe Biden's New America. This is Inside Four Walls, and I'm your host, James Madison, bringing you some bad news. What does Biden's new mortgage rule mean for you? How homeowners with good credit scores will pay $375, uh, uh, $375 of dollars more. There's a typo in the title. While those who don't pay the bills on time will save $6,000. Oh, are you on time with your payments? Did you keep up? Do you have a good credit score? You paid off all your debts on time? Fuck you. You get penalized. 
Because clearly, if you have the money to cover, if look, 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 hear me out, man. If you have the ability, God, I can't even play the character well. If you have the ability, man, to pay all your debts off, well, clearly you're doing better than me, a gender studies barista at Starbucks who's fluid, flux them theirs, banned from seven schools in Nashville. Clearly, you're doing better than me, so you have all the money in the world, so you can like, you know, pay pay more. Right, I should be allowed to save more money so I can pay off my my debts. And by pay off your debts, you mean smoke weed and I don't know, buy shitty makeup for your OnlyFans or slash only gat. Moving on. White House has come under fire. Should I say the White House has come under fire for the revamp of mortgage free mortgage fee rules on Monday the first. Let me grab my glasses real quick. Daily Mail is really fucking up here, ain't they? Moving on. On May 1st, MOVE will effectively penalize home buyers with good credit scores and help those with poorer, with poorer ratings. Help. But what does it mean for you? DailyMail.com breaks, it, breaks down the changes. Now, this is going to be kind of a long, boring article. But it is important information that you should know. Article is by Helena Kelly, consumer reporter for Daily Mail. It was updated uh, the 26th of April, 2023. Mortgage experts and politicians are up in arms over the revamp to borrowing rules that will see home buyers with higher credit scores penalized in favor of those with lower ratings. And the world marches ever towards the ESG. President Joe Biden has come under fire for changing the way loan level pricing adjustments, LLPAs, are calculated, which will effectively tax those who have built up good credit scores. The new rule comes into effect May 1st. I know, I know someone specifically in mind right now. They, uh, they just bought their first home. They're all happy about it and bragging about it. I know a couple people now I'm thinking about it. I got <laughs> shit, I got a few people who are like this, but you know, they just got their first home, they own it, paying off the mortgage, all that good shit. They're they're ahead of payments, perfect credit score. Voted for Biden. Gave me a whole lot of we're cool now, but I had to go through a whole lot of shit originally to get to to, to earn uh, or or not even earn, but like to get to the point where we can shoot the shit chili. But uh, <laughs> this family friend is in for a real rude awakening. It's like a buddy of ours who, uh, or a buddy of mine, back in the day, he voted for uh, he voted for Barack Obama, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on with my guns, man? Why are all my taxes going up? Why do I ever get a stamp for this item and this item and this item? What the fuck?" And then come 2012, he's like, "I am a motherfucker." Though I will say, there was no difference between Obama and McCain and Obama and Mitt Romney. They were all effectively the same person, and he would have gotten similar, if not the same, results. But let's get on with this. Anyway, LLPAs are calculated, which effectively tax those who have built up good credit scores. New rules come into effect May 1st. In real terms, it means borrowers with good credit ratings above 740 could pay as much as $375 extra in the long run, while those with poor credit scores below 639 stand up to save, or stand to save up to $6,000. Now, 
some of you with good credit scores are hearing this and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Now me, someone, you know, anyway, fuck you, I guess. Low. No, seriously, this is fucking disturbing as all hell. This is the backwards of it. But what's going to do is going to try and level the playing field in equality of outcomes, if you will. Once everyone's good in, in level, you truly will have an empire of serfs. Because the one side that was above, economically speaking, will be deaded and brought down to a lower, lower ground financially. While those at the lowest levels will be brought up to the same higher ground. But the, level, but the higher ground that we're brought to is just this even middle of mutual suffering and complicity. And that's where they're going to lie and rest. Mmm. In real terms, uh, moving on, read that. The exact figure will vary depending on the buyer's credit score, down payment size, and the value of the property. Here, Daily Mail breaks down what you need to know. Closing costs on $300,000 loan. Credit score, 620 could save $6,000. Credit score, 740 plus, which is good. You will pay more at $375,000. By the way, remember how things start. It's a rolling ball. It's going to go more from here. And and by the way, before you go, well, you're just your right wing. No, if you're a Democrat, and the, the two people I have in mind right now are very Democrats. <sighs> if you're a Democrat and you're listening to this, and you own your house, or you, you have other Democrat whatever friends that mean so much to you who own houses, they are going to get fucked. If they have good credit scores and you paid up all your things and blah, 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 you are going to get fucked. They're going to steal money from you and force it into the hands of people who don't know how to handle and manage money at all. And look, when a lot of people, I I get struggling to save money, man, but how much of our struggles to save money are buying snacks at, at fucking convenience stores, buying weed and going out to eat and picking up fast food how much of our bulk of our spending is us just thinking to ourselves bro i could that's only like 10 bucks and you know, whatever i got 10 bucks and then you leave it's like 19 whatever and some change you know and on top of that you have a lot of people who haven't quite figured out how uh, how bad everything's gotten since the switch from the one administration to this administration financially speaking and now i know the downward spell is already in place the the orange the orange goober fucking locked down the country i full, i'm not dodging that the the inflation was already kicked off to a rampant start because from the years of 2020 to 2021 a bulk of all the money currently in circulation was printed at like in high 80 to 90 percent ratio i get that i fully get that but god damn we, we could all tighten our belts a little bit borrows good that's the same thing we've already read moving on what is an LLPA and how is it paid? A loan level pricing adjustment, LLPA, is a risk-based free added, uh, it's a risk, risk-based fee added onto a home mover's cost or home mover's closing cost. It effectively recovers a bank. It effectively covers a bank for any losses they may incur on a mortgage. An LLPA is circulated using a series of factors including the loan to value LTV rate of a mortgage and the borrower's credit score 
Though a buyer can theoretically pay their LLPA upfront, the vast majority have the fee added on to their mortgage payments as it works out a very little per month. Little incremental drops of sand on the beach until eventually you have a whole, you know, beachfront. Just a little drops of sand in the heap until eventually you have a whole pile. Hmm. Death by a thousand cuts. That kind of deal. The buyer, theoretically LLPA, a little per month. The fee was introduced in April 2008 in response to the financial crisis. It does not apply to Federal Housing Administration's FHA Veterans Affairs, VA, or U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA loans. Some saving grace there. I have to look back in the history. If you have any history as to how that, how those three specifically got spared, leave it in the description below. While I was a little bit more politically up and savvy than a lot of you know elementary and junior high kids were back in the day, I was still an elementary and junior high kid during the Obama year, so I may have missed some details there. I definitely know this is a build upon the predatory loan system established under Barack Obama, where banks were proper were purposely targeting low to moderate income black families and families of various ethnic ethnic backgrounds promising them and guaranteeing them large loans knowing that they could not possibly repay them back driving them into the debt making them permanently indebted to a banking system slash a government so when the banks were all bought out by the government these people who were paying off these perma loans to the banks after they were indebted through these par uh, targeted uh, <clears throat> forgive me targeted loaning systems the government then took on the payments meaning these people are just giving the government more and more of their money it's a, it's all turned into a big racket you know how alexander hamilton kind of was the bad guy the whole time well congratulations the banks have won and through the banks winning and the government buying and bailing out the banking systems in 08 through 12 and now in 2021 through today where they're still bailing out banks you know, Silicon Valley Bank, the uh, Sam Bankman Freed setup, so on and so forth, Sp uh, North Pacific Bank as well. You have all these banks being set up and bailed out by the government, making them effect effectively owned by the government. And by the way, isn't it interesting how we're, 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 calling, we're going for China so hard? And I'm not blind to China. Look at my track record. I bash China as hard as I possibly fucking can. But the issue with the communist government is the government owns all the businesses and the means of distributions and seizes the wealth. Our government is doing the exact same thing. And Joe Biden's kind of just finishing out an agenda that was started in the first and second term of a certain predecessor that he worked under. Just kind of an observation I'm making here. <clears throat> Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Hmm, nostalgic. Which are regulated by the Federal Housing Finance Agency, FHFA are changing the matrix. Yo, Andrew, you up on this? Anyway, are changing the matrix by which they circulate the LLPA fees for buyers. It means any loan backed by these two organizations will be impacted by the change around 60% of the mortgage market, according to the Urban Institute. The move was intended to help more first-time buyers from less affluent communities into the housing market. Ah, government forced gentrification. You love to see it. I'm being sarcastic. The average American credit score, if 7-Eleven, if credit score is 7, 
11, according to the figure by FICO. If you have a top credit score, for example, those were above 720, you will still pay less than those with lower ratings, but those with credit scores under 680 will see the penalty for re uh, the penalty reduced from May 1st. The worst affected uh, the worst affected buyers are those who have a credit score of 740 to 759, the highest credit scores we're getting towards. And a down payment of between 15 to 25%, those in this category now face an LLPA worth 1% of the market, compared to an old fee of 0.25%, and that's going to adjust, that's going to go up. It's not gonna really going to go down, but it's going to rise with inflation. Buyers who stand to save the most are those who have a credit score below 630 and a down payment of between 95 and 97 percent. God damn, dog. Oof. So if you have no financial sense whatsoever, you get all the fucking bailout. Home movers in this category will see their LLPA de uh, decrease from 375 percent of their property value to 175%. Dog, that's a 2% strip reduction immediately out the gate. Whew. There has also been a slight threshold change. Previously, the lowest category was 620 and below, but that figure is now 639. How much will these changes cost in dollars? Got a pillow? Start biting. If you have a credit score of 620, for example, and take out 95, a 95% LTV deal or higher on a $300,000 property, you will pay an annual fee of up to 1.75% uh, 1 under the new system, and it works out to it works out at $5,250. Under the old system, the sample borrower, or the same borrower, would have had to pay an LLP worth 3.75% of the mortgage, or 11250 so in total the borrower has saved $6,000. However, a buyer with a credit score of 740 taking out the exact same loan will have to pay $375 more than they would have had to previously. And mind you, the old tax system encoding was done by a certain orange guy that might be running for president again. I can't remember. Is he running again? I think he is, right? Something like that. Or uh, did he get locked up? Is that what was that what happened? I don't know. Blue Anon seems to be going up on Twitter pretty hard about that still. This is because under the old system, this borrower would pay an LLPA worth 0.25% on a 75% LTV $300,000 loan. This works out as $750. However, the new rules will see this rate boosted to 0.375%. In real terms, it means the buyer now pays $1,125 in fees. Is there anything I can do to avoid paying more? If you have a higher credit rating and stand to pay more in LLPAs from May 1st, there are some ways you may be able to avoid the fees. Always got your back, right? For example, mortgage experts. Pardon me. <laughs> mortgage experts 
say that it is not uncommon for the seller to take on the cost of the LLPA in a mortgage rate buy-down negotiation. Last week, DailyMail.com revealed the mortgage rate buy-downs were becoming more and more common as the American property market starts to stall. Huh, 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 uh, uh, it's more than stalled, buddy. It's fucking stagnated. The deals are usually only ever stuck or only usually only struck if a house has been on the market for a long time and the seller is struggling to find a buyer. This is because it is often cheaper ow, it is often, often cheaper than reducing the cost of the home. Adam Smith, who runs a Colorado real estate finance group, Core, said, quote, We could start to see more people ask for the seller to pay for the LLPA. But we are still in a buyer's market, so it's unlikely for now. We're not in a buyer's market right now. No one can afford to buy a house right now. If anything, if you can sell it, there's one buyer named BlackRock and maybe Vanguard and like two others, but that's about it. Let's let's check out some of the comments, shall we? What a screwed up bunch. Well, J Banjay, you're not wrong. John Elkhart. The answer is obvious and simple. If you don't mind having a low credit score. And uh, Okamano24 says, Look what happened the last time this, uh, last time a president did this. Bill Clinton, in the middle of his second term, did something very similar with Joe, and it resulted in the housing crash of 2008, as we were kind of saying earlier. Pumpkinhead, or uh, Pumpkinkind. Pumpkinned? Okay. So encourage people with poor credit scores to buy a house they otherwise can't afford and then act so surprised when, when they default on the mortgage. That is what happened under Barack Obama with the predatory loaning system. We've seen this before. Now, I'm sure some of the older cats out there in the crowd who, you know, are maybe in their like, younger 30s and up who were a bit more teenagers and adults when Obama was in office or leaving office, you know, I was, first time I was able to vote was 2016. And I didn't. Fortunately, I wanted McAfee to win. But, see, John McAfee is really my version of Bernie Sanders, if it puts it into perspective. I was like, maybe he'll get it. No. I want him to get, no. Anyway. Let's, let's check it out. Too Cool X says, so all I have to do is take my credit score with one botched credit card, and I'm all in the money. It's the liberal way. Equality. Mean kitty. This hurts people like my kids, young men with good jobs and excellent credit looking to buy their first home. If you have a kid that age, discuss this with them. I told my boys, you may not agree with the social issues of the Republicans, but those won't affect your life. Your your ability to make a decent living and raise a family, but these kinds of policies will. My boys may not like some of the social policies of the right, but there is no way they agree with this, and that determines how they will vote. The last two, because just because it's Mean Kitty. Uh, Ruthie007. This will never pass, just like Biden won't win a re-election. I don't know. He might have a certain dominion over the vote. And Mean Kitty from Truth Town. 
America. Uh, I hear Truthtown just elected James O'Keefe as the uh, mayor. This was an executive order. The Republicans can try to stop it in the House, but it is, it's dead on arrival in the Senate. And Biden will win re-election. All you have to do is read the Time article entitled The Secret Bipartisan Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election, available online. It opened, and that, it's been edited so many times since it was originally written. Uh, my original reading has been deleted, I think. It openly admits to election interference and manipulation to help Biden win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But not all hope is lost. Go out and vote. If you want, you know, I think... If you fucking flooded the system with ballots, or if more people went out and voted and they didn't get their way, they'd be so fucking sent. It might cause some sort of uh, some sort of chaos of some preferably peaceful variety. But that being said, this should be very alarming to you. Please keep an eye out and watch your credit scores, and I will go put down a down payment on a bunch of shit I'm not gonna go buy. That being said, I'll catch you later. Bye. Okay, did you guys see that Getty Images took a photo of Biden holding his little instruction sheet? Now, most presidents, they do get little like cheat sheets of, hey, don't forget to say this, whatever. But there's something a little bit different about Biden's little cheat sheet because the backside of it says, the president, offshore wind drop by sequence of events. Magnify that death sphere. You take your seat in all capital letters, in case he, you know, God forbid, sits on the floor somewhere else. You give brief comments, and then uh, you thank participants, you depart, you inhale, you exhale, you don't poop your pants. (laughs) Why why is this all in bold? This man literally has dementia. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Masson, and I do not need a card to tell me how to read or say my script. I wrote it myself. I'm kidding, there is no script. Biden cheat sheet shows he had advanced knowledge of journalist questions. Not only that, these cheat sheets had pictures, the names of the outlets they're with, the questions they're going to ask, and the answers pre-written on them already. How about that? By Josh Christensen, April 26, 2023, and it was updated. We have three articles to get into on this specific story. A cheat sheet held by President Biden during a Wednesday press conference revealed that the 80-year-old commander-in-chief had advanced advanced knowledge of questions from journalists. Quote, quote, How are you sharing your domestic priorities like reshoring semiconductor manufacturing with alliance-based foreign policy? Read a question from Los Angeles Times reporter Courtney... Suburban. Let me zoom in real fast. There we go. The revelation came during a joint press conference with South Korea press uh, president Yuk Suk Yol that discussed growing nuclear threats from North Korea as the nation celebrates the 7th anniversary of their alliance. Another cheat sheet held the names of another Biden administration official to show the order in which remarks would have been delivered at the press conference. So he had a specific line in which he was going to call and he goes, all these people knew which order they were going to be called on. Biden knew which order they were going to be called, but they also raised their hands and said and interrupted and blah, 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 and played along and all that. This is so fucking fun, isn't it? It's like the Truman Show. It's the Truman Presidency. It's not the first time Biden's 
uh, crib notes have been outed by speedy photojournalists, which fuel Republican speculation about his mental acuity, including the former White House doctor who got fired when he said, yeah, Biden's not taking the uh, mental test I put up for him. His physician reported the president was in good health in February, but refused to field questions from reporters about his cognitive strength. Look at this right here. Reporters Q&A, April 26th. Question one, Courtney uh, Sumerian? Subra. <laughs> oh my god! They have like the breakdown. So let's see, how do we pronounce your name? So. Bra. Main. Ian. Sobermian? Courtney Suburbian. Suburbian. I almost had it right the first time. All right. Foreign policy, semiconductor manufacturing. What are your... Look at that. The questions and everything right there. She's the first one they're going to call on. That is fucking nominal. Oh, that is great. Look at that. Press conference prep Wednesday, April 26, 2023. Oval Office. You! Secretary Anthony Blinken. Mike, D- Mike Donilon. Anita Dunn. Korean Jean Pierre, John Kirby, Ben LeBolt, Bruce Reed, Megan Rooney, Jake Sullivan. That's. Why? You having a hard time remembering all this? Last June, the president exposed a comically worded cheat sheet with details and instructions. Quote You enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. The note read, then immediately directed the oldest ever president, quote, you take your seat, all in caps, you'll notice. In July 2021, POTUS accepted an embarrassing an, an embarrassing note from an aide, which was also snapped by a photojournal uh, photographer that said, quote, sir, there is something on your chin. Oh, that's phenomenal. Look at that. Los Angeles Times. Uh, Biden has reportedly bristled at AIDS, bristled AIDS, uh, at AIDS disrupting his approach to messaging, even when it puts him at odds with administration policy. He has called sundowning. It's called sundowning. My grandpa did it a lot back in the day. It's called sundowning. It's when they get really mad and their brain, like, it's kind of working. It's kind of not working. Something's those like a gray cloud slowly spraying out. And they're forgetting more and more. Everything's like, everything they're thinking about is like an essence of what they're trying to talk about. And you'll see it in their face. They'll get like this glassy-eyed look. But their eyebrows will be all furled. Like they'll be angry. But their eyes will be kind of just out of it. And as they're just kind of like looking into the void. Getting angrier and angrier as everything slips away. That's kind of what Joe Biden's doing. So anything you do is like jarring to him. Biden's uh, moving on. In March, the president unexpectedly called for President Vladimir Putin to be removed from power following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Comments that the White House officials later had to walk back. Biden announced Tuesday that he would seek the Democratic Party's nomination for re-election in 2024. If you remember, so the way we even found out about the last cheat sheet with this one is because Joe Biden held it backwards and he stared at the blank other side of the paper while the side of saying, you sit down in your chair, face the press. Uh, and then all, not, not to mention all the other various times when Joe Biden's like, read the next line. I am President Joe Biden. Say your name again. I am President Joe Biden. 
Walk off podium. He has these moments where he reads the things that are an asterisk that are the commands, the things you're not supposed to actually fucking read, the things telling you what to do. And he'll be like, I'm President Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Wave at the camera. Oh. He starts waving at the camera. Let's see what the comments are saying. Brian Arles now. Have you ever looked at the stock market? Have you looked at the stock market recently? It's absolutely horrible, and the Fed and Treasury Secretary have absolutely no idea how to solve the problem. Jason Penner, I can't look. Almost all my investments are in the tank. My 401k is now my 20 goddamn 201k. I planned for a very comfy retirement within the next six years. Biden has ruined my plan. Yo, Jason Penner, I'm genuinely sorry for you. That is heartbreaking like look I, I know it doesn't mean much anything but hey if any of you are praying out there it's not I'm throw that guy in there gary f they seem to know precisely how to create the problem this isn't an accident and you are right above fucking target now let's hop right on over here what's this saying White House insists Biden reporter cheat sheet is entirely normal. We, you've never seen another president do this in their entire life. It has never come up before at any other point in history. But, you know, it's normal, guys. By Josh Christensen. Again, oh, hey, look at that. Same guy covering the story. What, what a champ. What an ch absolute champ. Turn this up. Expand this. For a president to be briefed on reporters who will be asking questions at a press conference and issues that we expect they might ask about. Uh, it is not surprising that yesterday uh, we would anticipate questions that he did receive, right, on the visit uh, with... Her hair looks like a bunch of cicadas after they all shed, but they're like all clumped together. Um, with the South Korean president, as the South Korean president was sitting, standing to his, to his right, or about 2024, that was uh, completely expected, or about the debt ceiling, uh, which he took questions at the end, shouted questions at the end, and of course we would note those issues to him. Uh, uh, those those issues uh, to him will likely come up, Cope. and let's not forget we do these briefings every day, Cope. and a lot of the questions that you that you all tell me, that's how we brief him as well. You all ask me, that's how we brief him as well. Uh, yeah, but ideally, the people in that press conference don't have pre-approved questionnaires for you. You don't have a, a card up there on the podium with a name with a list of everybody and who they're from and where they're from and so on and so forth i have actual press credentials i've been to like well not on this level but like Mich like big michigan political events and i've been in the in like you know the hall of lansing asking questions of the governor before i had no pre-prepared questions or anything and when i got called and i asked her about you know a lot of people are coming at you about seniors in nursing homes and so on and so forth and quite frankly i'm sure you're tired of hearing that and having to give the same answers and over and over and i respect that so i'd like to ask you a different question you shut down a bunch of boat rental companies that were owned and operated by mom and pop shops yet you demanded and even threatened mom and pop shops when they refused to open up to rent you out a boat any comments on that I'll leave a link to this in the description below. This is in my article. I have nothing to do with this article other than it's just giving you some context as to what I was talking about. Yeah, her husband got aggressive as hell over the phone 
and started insulting and mocking the guy and was like, well, you who my wife is, buddy, it's not a real giga chat move to be like, yeah, well, my wife has a has bigger pair of pants than me. Kind of sounds like a skill issue, dog, not gonna lie. But, you know, I was never given a pre-approved list of, of questions to ask. That's not normal. It's weird. It's weird as hell. White House Press Secretary, Sec Secretary uh, Karine Jean-Pierre claimed Thursday it was entirely normal for President Biden to be holding a cheat sheet with advanced knowledge of journalist questions at a point at a joint press conference, even as she denied that she even though she denied that's what happened. Quote, it's entirely normal for president for a president to be briefed on reporters who will be asking questions at the press conference and issues that we are expecting they might ask about. Cringe Pierre told members of the White House press corps and uh, at her regular briefing. Quote, it is not surprising that yesterday we would anticipate questions that he did receive, right? So uncomfortable how that sounded like a question too, right? On the visit with the South Korean president Wednesday, quote, Press Secretary Catherine Pierre went on, We do not have specific questions in advance. Sorry, I can't do the voice anymore. That's not something that we do, Jean-Pierre added. Despite that, Despite the facts that her own briefings have have been heavily prescripted for months, with an aide generally canvassing reporters, that see that's weird. That's not supposed to be happening. That's that's when the government has absolutely contr absolute control over the press, and when they only call on people they approve, then you're not going to have any real journalism. You only have stooges. Operation Mockingbird never ended. It was just rebranded, folks. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh, fact that her own briefings have been heavily prescripted for months with an aide generally canvassing reporters for their questions ahead of time and the press secretary that uh, that and the press secretary then declining to call on those who balk the questions for the 80 year old president was submitted by los angeles times reporter courtney sububrian whose outlet denied in the statement to Fox News that it gave Biden's team advanced knowledge of its con of its contents, then why is it pre- We didn't tell them what we were going to say. Well, then how the fuck did they have it pre-printed pre and pre-made on this little card do they have Biden holding? That's a raven. I can smell some bullshit. You know what I mean? Quote, How are you squaring your domestic priorities like reshoring semiconductor manufacturing with alliance-based foreign policies. Read the question. Oh, look at that. Got the grammar completely perfect on that one. And I read it flawlessly. Cringe Pierre claimed to Boomerian's question ended up being different from the one on the card and also... Oh, she didn't fucking... She didn't... She, she paraphrased the card... The, the question on the card. Didn't, didn't, didn't quote it exactly. But the question was still about the exact same topic, and at its essence was the exact same question. Oh. And then Crinto Pierre will interrupt someone and be like, Ducey, you're just playing semantics. Bitch. Bitch. Quote, 
we try to re we try to be really mindful about who has not gotten a question in a while. She said, "Quote: We pick we pick the L.A. Times, which has not gotten a question in some time, before noting that Los Angeles has the has a large Korean American population." Veteran White House journalist John Decker of Gray Television wasn't buying Pierre's denials. And challenger claimed that Biden aides had had merely anticipated rather than pre-screened the White House questions. Quote, is it your contention, uh, Kareen? Sorry, let me scoot around. Is it your contention, Kareen, that the question was on the so-called cheat sheet was not similar to the question that was asked? Decker shouted, quote, it's a very reasonable question. Could you wait your turn? Jean-Pierre countered. That's not a counter, that's a that's a shut the fuck up. Absolutely, Decker said. Jean-Pierre opted not to return to Decker during the briefing or to answer his questions challenging the truthfulness of her denials. When a foreign leader appears alongside Biden at the White White House press secretary press conference, sorry, it's customary for just two American reporters and two foreign reporters to be selected to ask questions. Some former White House press secretaries said it was outrageous that the reporter would pre-submit a question. Did you catch that, by the way, earlier? It just hit me. They said, well, LA Times doesn't get to ask a lot of questions, and they have a large Korean demographic, so you picked the Asian reporter. She wasn't called upon because she is a good journalist. She was called on because she's a minority that sucks. What a way to discredit someone's actual ability as a journalist and reduce them down to nothing more than their own pigment. But I didn't do it. Jean-Pierre opted not moving on. When a foreign leader appears alongside Biden at a White House, read that. Some former White, White House press secretaries said it was outrageous that a reporter would pre-submit a question. Because it is. It's fucking sketchy as hell. I mean, they all do it. It's just with the internet. It's more public than ever. President George W. Bush, first press, press secretary, Ari Fe- uh, Fleshner, who held the job from 2001 to 2003, tweeted, quote, The LA Times needs to investigate this. No White House reporter would ever tell me what questions they intended to ask POTUS. It, w- it would be unethical, not to mention soft. Yeah, well, Biden has to have baby gloves. Every one of these kids in this room are smarter than Joe Biden. Let them all debate him without any hand and watch what happens. Moving on, Intent asked POTUS unethical, not to mention soft, to do so. The Times and this reporter have some explaining to do. Uh, Kaylee McEnany, former Donald Trump press secretary, and I will say she was a fucking thug about it, from 2020 to 2021, said in a Fox News appearance, it is incredible to me that reporters giving their questions to Biden ahead of time. The so-called two-and-two press uh, press conference with visiting foreign leaders generally are more carefully staged than other forums, and the Trump White House press uh, press office also, on at least one, at least some occasions, asked journalists what they might ask about if given the opportunity to be one of the two selected U.S. reporters. Well, that's a little bit different. You don't have a card. And you're asking, like, what might you ask? 
this this whole agreement between the LA Times reporter and Biden and to pick on her because and, and even then there's an element of race that's not there that's with Joe Biden because Joe Biden's saying oh well you know or at least the press office for Joe Biden is saying oh well you know LA Times because they have a a, a big Korean audience you know we, we we call on the vaguely Asian journalist from the LA Times whereas they're saying with Trump it was like a hey if you were in there what would you ask interesting how about you how about you interesting on wednesday press press conference with south korean president yuk suk lo yol discussed growing nuclear threats from north korea and celebrated the 70th anniversary of the two nations diplomatic alliance now let's look at the comments real quick before we move on to the last article sherry smith we didn't get we didn't get fed the questions in advance even if we did get fed the questions in advance it's perfectly all right to do that there they are shameless a little bird a little bird told me just proves how low the media will go to get their guy reelected. remember when cnn gave hillary the debate questions i forgot about that till now this is the same thing i remember don uh donna brazil oh my god it's an age-old name donna brazil gave her at least one question that's okay because she has a D after her name. Well, C- CMNet, I think you might be onto something. Oh, last one right here from Ivan Ivarvinich. It's perfectly normal for him. This is not the first time he has done this. I've seen it before only from this president. He is incapable of thinking on the fly. Absolutely true. Now, we're talking about a different story, a different example where Joe Biden's card got slipped out right let's look at that shall we just for a little walk down memory lane Boop. you take your seat i drink your milkshake very specific cheat sheet reminds biden how to act behave motherfucker by steve nelson june 23rd 2022 uh memories president biden on thursday inadvertently held up a comically detailed cheat sheet prepared by his staff instructing the gaff prone leader of the free world to quote take your seat and to limit his remarks to two minutes that's fucking phenomenal a photographer snapped the image of the uh of the document when biden held up held it up backwards at a meeting with wind industrial executives which he attended to which he which he attended after skipping his administration's morning meeting with oil companies and combining record gas about combating record gas prices what is wrong with my fucking it's the tetanus shot i got recently boys i'm becoming autistic the pre-prepared instructions for biden titled quote offshore wind drop by sequence of events that's painful to read tells biden to quote enter roosevelt room and say hello to participants then the paper says you take your seat the type up note says after reporters arrive you give brief comments two minutes when reports to when reporters depart you ask Liz Schuler, president of AFL-CIO, a question 
and then you thank participants and you depart. Biden <laughs> Biden's use of staff notes at events has has been embarrassing before, such as last July. See, it just never ends. The last event will just reference the event before that, will reference the event before that, before you, and before you know it, you end up at a bit of Rob Williams doing some stand-up. I'll be at the end of this episode, folks. When an aide scrawled, quote, Sir, there is something on your chin. Biden also held that note, <laughs> note so it faced reporters and photographers. Look at this. Oh, that's rough. Biden reportedly has bristled at staff attempting to control his message to the point that they even contradict uh already read that contradict his unexpected public utterances without checking with him biden reportedly reminded staff that he's the president i thought it was kamala according to him after they said he didn't mean what he said in march when he called for russian president vladimir putin to be removed from power over russia's invasion of ukraine quote the so-called cleanup campaign he has told advisors uh, undermine uh, his so-called advisors undermine him and smother the authentically uh wait smother the authenticity that fueled his rise worse it feeds a republican talking point that he's not fully in command nbc news reported last month well they're not wrong a day after biden's remarks about putin white house chief of staff ron Klain retweeted a message from CNN White House correspondent John Harwood that said Biden remarks showed a, quote, significant lapse in discipline. In discipline? Mm. Republicans often accuse a 79-year-old, now 80-year-old, over 80-year-old, president of being in mental decline. Former President Donald Trump claimed ahead of 2020 that Biden was cognitively shot. He's sleepy. He's sleepy, Joe. The sleepiest of sleepiest Joes. Let's look at the first three comments. Dave Dye reminds me of of a story about a famed actor and hard drinker, Lionel Barrymore. Lionel Barrymore. Who did to his drinking? Who due to his drinking use, uh, uh, used cue cards. In one scene, the cue card had one word on it: no. When asked by a reporter on the set why he needed a cue card, just for the word no, he responded, "Quote: I might have said yes." C.C. <laughs> Chandler responds with. Can anyone name anything that has gone right, r- gone the right way since the King of the Clowns was installed as an office holder? Comrade Joe's greatest accomplishments have been proving Trump right on everything. It now costs $100 more to fill up my car, $100 each trip to the grocery store, even $100 a month to simply use water at my house. Very few things are still affordable. Car insurance, $225 per month from Insurance Panda. Cell phone, $22 a month from T-Mobile. And gym, $15 a month from Planet Fitness. Oh, that sucks, though. But I'm, but I'm sure those will go up, too. Even crime and murder rates are through the roof. With Trump, we had energy independence, a secure border, peace in the Middle East, and... We were uh, poised for an economic comeback. What happened? I think we all know the answer. And Hank Stone says, 
I believe the hard-drinking Barrymore was actually John. Interesting. That being said, we're going to wrap this up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I have been James Madison, and I will catch you guys on the next upload. Deuce. Be honest about this. If Joe Biden was a dog, you'd put him down. You just would. You'd have to. <laughs> you'd have to. Come on. Hey, come on. You know, you just take him outside with a five iron. You know, what a beautiful sunset, Fido. Check that out. And it'd be over with. That's it. That's all I'm saying. We still have comedy, though. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the fuck? Joe says shit that even people at Tourette's go, no. No. What is going on? Joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right. I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot. Come here. When FDR was on television, there was no TV back then. Come here, Joe. <laughs> Sit down. We still have comedy, though. We still have... Still- Tucker's show is a loss because Tucker had the biggest Democratic audience on TV. He had, you know, he had more Democrat, more um, Democrats watching him in most demographics than Rachel Maddow. And Rachel Maddow, it, um, you know, is the, was kind of the next stop. But, you know, the, a lot of people watch Tucker who are not Republicans. And he had, you know, he had... 3.5 million on a on an average night and 5 million on a on a you know on a really good night and that his average night was 10 times CNN's average. So he was talking to a lot of people. It's kind of shocking that they threw him off. But he was saying things that nobody has ever said on TV before. You know, yeah. he was talking about, you know, advertisers dictating content, you know, pharmaceutical advertisers getting people to, to uh, you know, getting newscasters on the networks to say things about vaccines that, that weren't true, you know, and nobody's ever talked like that. That was uh, on his April 19th show. And, you know, five days later, he was, he was, he was off. So I don't know whether that's why he got kicked off. But I'm uh, I'm sure that the, you know the advertisers were really angry at him. Yeah, he was just I think all around threatening to the establishment. And we're coming up to a big election, and uh, Rupert Murdoch has pretty much gone all in on Ron DeSantis, and uh, uh, and wants Fox to completely pivot, and once uh, you know it was notorious for saying that he wanted Trump to be a non-person. And uh, really, I think that the establishment, again, it goes down, it it comes back to they'll do anything to silence a person. If you're calling out the establishment, if you're changing minds in America or or you're at least echoing the sentiments that many Americans are feeling, which is that the establishment's against us, that we don't really have a true democracy, that we're not really running the show. Um, You know, if 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 you say that and it resonates with people, that's considered very dangerous. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Madison, and I know Megyn Kelly is kind of a divisive figure with some people. Like, some people really like her, some people really don't like her. I don't have a particular opinion on her one way or another. I just thought this article was kind of interesting. And then after we get through this article, we're going to hop over to a, a, an absolute cope take from Howard Stern about Don Lemon. So let's get right into it. Megyn Kelly thinks Tucker Carlson getting fired on Fox is a Fox News error. And defends Don Lemon. See, that's the weird part. Now let's get into it. 
presenter Megan Kelly has been in Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon's position before. In a decision that can arguably be considered one of the worst in Fox News history, Tucker Carlson was fired from his position in the company, and Megyn Kelly has questioned the present. And Megyn Kelly has questions. The presenter was also sacked by Fox News, but she left under different circumstances compared to Tucker. There are many questions left unanswered unanswered as to why Carlson was fired and didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to his audience, mind you, the biggest audience in cable television. Megyn Kelly is raising these questions and she is also analyzing the decisions to fire the best asset Fox News had, had, right then. It says right now, but, you know. With no more, uh, with no more constraints, with any company. This may present itself as a huge opportunity for Tucker Carlson. Kelly pondered the possible ways in which Carlson could go next. Say what you will about elected Democrats, but they know where the power is. They're like truffle pigs for power. No matter how thick the forest is, they will find it. Here's one example. In his very first hours in office, literally on inauguration day, Joe Biden named a new head of the criminal division at the Justice Department. Now, Biden spent that same day, you will remember, lecturing the rest of us about equity, meaning that straight white men are bad. And yet, strangely, the person he chose for this job was not a member of a racial or sexual minority. He was instead a highly privileged straight white guy. He was called Nick McQuaid. Nick McQuaid went to private schools. He rode at Wesleyan. He went to Columbia for law school. He was definitely not oppressed, but that did not matter to Joe Biden. Some jobs are too important for affirmative action. McQuaid's main qualification was being the former law partner of Hunter Biden's criminal attorney. In December of 2020, Hunter Biden hired a Latham and Watkins lawyer called Chris Clark to defend him against potential federal tax charges. Just a month later, Hunter Biden's dad hired Chris Clark's partner, Nick McQuaid, to oversee the agency that could bring those federal tax charges. That seems like an obvious and glaring conflict, but no, Nick McQuaid did not recuse himself from the Hunter Biden investigation. And so, more than two years later, not surprisingly, no charges have been brought against Hunter Biden. And it's not for lack of evidence. For years now, the FBI has had possession of Hunter Biden's laptop. On that laptop, as you know, is a detailed account of how the Biden family made millions of dollars from foreign governments selling access to the U.S. government through Joe Biden. So the question is, among many, did Hunter Biden pay federal taxes on all of that dough? What do you think? This is a guy who left a crack pipe and his driver's license in a <laughs> rental car because he was too high to put them back into his pocket. Did he pay all his federal taxes? <laughs> Let's just say Hunter Biden does not fit the profile of a faithful taxpayer. But he is the president's son. And that's why when he was asked about the criminal investigation into his taxes two years ago, he didn't seem that worried. Watch. At the end of last year, Biden acknowledged an ongoing investigation by federal authorities for potential tax law violations. Is your legal team working on any kind of a plea deal? Oh, no. I am absolutely certain that what we're doing is, is being completely cooperative with whoever is asking from, a, from any authority whatsoever. Mm -hmm. The implication all through the campaign was that your efforts had somehow benefited your father financially. 
Have you ever given your father money from any of your no. business ventures? No. Nothing? Nothing. Ever. Not a nickel? Not a nickel. Directly or indirectly? Directly or indirectly. Not a nickel ever. 100%. No. Never. Oh, you lie. You lie. That was two years ago. Weirdly, we haven't heard a lot about the federal tax investigation into Hunter Biden since. And that is strange if you think about it, since we now have tens of thousands of new IRS agents to enforce tax law. And in fact, it wasn't that long ago that the Biden Justice Department, you remember this? Indicted Donald Trump's 75-year-old accountant because he failed to declare the full value of his work vehicle. I think he was in handcuffs. But somehow these same enforcers of the law cannot be bothered to bring the Hunter Biden investigation to fruition. Not when they have a laptop proving that he took millions from the government of China. How does that work exactly? Did he pay every dollar in federal taxes? Did he fully declare the value of his work vehicle or of his crack? What about the Russian hookers? By the way, at the same time, DOJ doesn't seem interested at all in the fact that Hunter Biden lied on a federal gun form. Go ahead and try that yourself at home. It's a felony. You'll go to jail. But Hunter Biden is not in jail. He's making art in his garden in L.A. <laughs> is what we're seeing what it looks like? Well, we can finally answer that question. Thanks to a career special agent at the IRS who's decided to blow the whistle on the corruption in the Biden administration. This whistleblower has just informed Congress that he has proof that the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, lied under oath about the Hunter Biden investigation. That's a felony. So the Attorney General of the United States committed a felony, according to this whistleblower, who also says he has seen, quote, preferential treatment and politics improperly infecting decisions and protocols throughout the agency. And that these changes in standard protocol were designed to, quote, benefit the politically connected. So what we've learned here is exactly what you suspected all along, the Biden people are criminals. Watch. My client wants to come forward to Congress. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. Typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations. CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about Hunter Biden. Lytle told us the whistleblower has been with the IRS for more than a decade and has extensive documentation to support his allegations. The things he's been through are, are very well documented in emails and other communications with the Department of Justice. Including proof that our sleazeball attorney general whose presence in that job is an offense against the law and tradition of this country lied under oath of felony. So this is not a small story. Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about all of this today at the White House. Why is the Department of Justice sending working class grandmothers to prison for walking around the Capitol, the people's house, while they bury criminal investigations into the president's son? All right. Moving on. Oh, this is actually a recent tweet from Tucker Carlson. Gotcha. Moving on. During Monday's Sirius XM's The Megyn Kelly Show, the presenter said, quote, this is a terrible move by Fox. It's a great thing for Tucker Carlson 
I didn't know, <clears throat> I don't know what drove Fox News to make this decision. Well, none of us do uh, make the decision. And it was clear Fox News decision. Hold on. What's going on right here? It's clear Fox News' decision because they're not letting him say goodbye. It's clear it was Fox. And it was clear, clearly Fox News' decision because they're not letting him say goodbye. I need to get my fucking eyes replaced. Moving on. I think this is a massive error. I think this is a massive misjudgment of what their audience wants. This is going... This is, it was for personal reasons. This is going to be great for Tucker. I'm not worried about Tucker at all. I don't think anyone with a brain is. I predict Tucker goes independent. Tucker launches a podcast or digital show and crushes it. A lot of people think Tucker is going to run for office. I don't think so, me neither. I just don't think so. Tucker's got way more influence sitting behind a microphone than he does standing on a debate stage. Will move by Fox, and it's a great thing for Tucker Carlson. Um, I don't know what drove Fox News to make this decision, and it was clearly Fox News' decision because they're not letting him say goodbye. That's my supposition. That's not inside knowledge. Uh, but this, the, the irony here is that how did they get in trouble with Dominion? They called Arizona too soon, felt their critics, and ultimately that proved to be the case. They were under pressure by their audience to reverse the call. The audience started to leave them in droves because they felt betrayed, like they didn't understand the mission of Fox News, which is to be fair to Republicans who don't get a fair and the mission of Fox News, which is to be fair to especially the Republicans who don't get a fair shake on other channels. And they went into a panic as their audience started to flee. Then they overcorrected by covering the bullshit claims about Dominion <laughs> as though they were plausible and gave way too much credence to some of those claims on the air. Then they got sued, and last week they settled that case for about $800 million. Tucker Carlson had very little to do with that case. Tucker Carlson was one of the few who went on the air and said, Sidney Powell is a liar. That's what I thought, She's a liar, too. and I've seen the proof, and don't believe her. He was not he was not the reason for that $800 million settlement. Um, so what do they do now in the wake of that settlement? They get rid of Tucker? <laughs> Talk about misjudging your audience yet again. Yet again, because trust me, I hear from the Fox News audience all the time with whom I still have great relationships. Many, many, many viewers are now my fans on this show. And he's the only reason they watch a lot of them. Tucker's the only reason a lot of people still watch Fox News. With respect to my other colleagues there, I'm saying he's their favorite. Um, again, this is speculation. I don't know the actual circumstances, but the fact that he said this on Friday night before he signed off suggests to me this was a management decision. Listen. You're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go meet the- Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week, we're gonna we're just make it of the year, Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. And he wasn't. And I can speak from personal experience on this because Fox News, when I left, asked me to stay. Of course, it's been publicly reported. It made me a very generous offer. But in the end, I wanted to leave. I, I wanted to raise my own family and working in the prime time just didn't allow that. 
and that wound up being a good thing for me. Not necessarily the embassy part, but getting out and not having that schedule worked out very well for me. But even understanding that I was leaving the network and that I was quitting, basically, they let me say a goodbye to the audience. They, they did not say, get out. Um, I think this is a massive error. I think this is a massive misjudgment of what their audience wants. I, if you are, if this is a reaction to the Dominion lawsuit, why is Mar Maria Bartiromo there? Why is Janine Pirro still there? Why is Suzanne Scott still there? The CEO of Fox News. She got them in far more trouble with her executive emails panicking about Dominion and the audience than anything Tucker did behind the scenes. I realize the left hates Tucker's guts. I get that this is a joyful day for them. But internally at Fox, they always had that gauge, at least under Roger Ailes, of how to ignore those critics and do what was right for the channel and its audience and the truth. And they lost that in the context of Dominion, as we've discussed on this program many times. But that was not due to anything Tucker did. Yes, there were a couple of controversial emails. We've discussed those at length. Go back and look at my Dominion shows. I've spared no one. Uh, we've discussed those at length. Go back and look at my Dominion shows. I've spared no one. Uh, but this is an extraordinary move for a channel that appears to be very worried about its audience. You could go to Brazil or Colombia. All right, and that is, I'm gonna assume the end of the conversation about Tucker. So we're gonna come back over here. Hi, brought the mic right back to me. How are you? Let's get back into the article. Kelly also spoke about the classless way in which Don Lemon was fired by CNN. She agrees with the way in which Don was terminated. However, she doesn't mention in the many accusations against him. Kelly responded to Lemon's statement where he says nobody at CNN had the decency to let him know he was get being terminated. Yeah, Don, a lot of people just lack uh, courtesy. You know, just like how that guy at the bar lacked the courtesy to tell you if you like dick or pussy, right? Moving on. Uh, let's see. Nobody CNN had decently to let him know he was being terminated. She said, quote, Don Lemon is not wrong. I mean, everybody knows I'm not exactly Don Lemon's fan, but he's not wrong. That if that's true, well, CNN and CNN's parent network have come out and said that that's factually not true. And that Don Lemon had multiple strikes and warnings against him. <clears throat> Moving on, sorry. Kelly responded to Lemon's statement where she says, nobody at CNN, decency to tell me. I mean, everybody knows my good Lemon's best friend. Uh, not wrong, that's if that's true. And he was just told by his agents he was fired and they didn't have the balls to tell him man to man. I mean, that's just classless. He has the right to complain about that. I absolutely agree. And I think it's bullshit the reasons why he got terminated. It wasn't because he was leaking Jesse Smollett details about the investigation, violating numerous moral oaths uh, and possible contracts that he was never held accountable for, uh, assaulting, uh, at least sexually harassing and verbally harassing people on CNN who worked with him, uh, screaming at co-anchors, being a diva, throwing hissy fits, saying the dumbest shit constantly, constantly pushing fake narratives and refusing to apologize later on. There's a long slew of things to fire, Tucker, to fire Don Lemon for, and they didn't fire him for any of those. They fired him 
for goofy ass reasons and it's like oh well you're mean to vivek ramaswamy even though vivek ramaswamy pushed his shit in right let's look at this little tweet right here real quick we'll read don lemon's uh response I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned after 17 years at CNN. I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there is some larger issues at play. With, with that said, I want to thank my colleagues and the many teams I have worked with for an incredible run they are the most talented journalist in the business and i wish them the best not, not, you know fairly nice send-off if he was telling the truth about it but let's hop over here right now don lemon and tucker carlson are an interesting case study because they were fired at the exact same time basically the exact same day maybe half hour to 45 minutes apart and Everyone's still talking about Tucker Carlson. Not just me, but everyone else. He, he's still... A lot of people are wondering what is going to happen. They're keeping an eye on it, waiting for more details to come out on it and so forth. But at the same time, Don Lemon's kind of been forgotten. He... Some paparazzi slash street press got a hold of him when he was going out for a walk with his, with his husband and his dogs. And he didn't say much. He gave him the cold shoulder. Tucker Carlson was seen, like, literally the same day... In Florida with his wife on a golf cart driving around in the weather and smoking cigars like having just a great day so like the contrast between the two right Don Lemon stressed out Tucker Carlson's vibing the fuck out so then an interesting case study now you got Howard Stern Howard Stern like one of my favorite movies of all time is Private Parts the Howard Stern story and now there's quite a few movies made by and about Howard Stern or inspired by Howard Stern but Private Parts specifically is the movie about how Howard Stern went from, you know, some suburbanite kid to the most culturally significant shock jock in world history. But now he's kind of a washed up, whiny has-been who has fallen in line with the, with the corporate media, press, and narratives. The, the very thing he said he would never do, he has done. And he's for it. He's been a judge on America's Got Talent. He's been offered mainstream TV show gigs. He's effectively retired. After 2014, he's retired. He's done. And then the pandemic hit. And he didn't leave his house until late last year for the first time. Like, look right here. Germaphobe Howard Stern leaves his apocalypse bumper for first time in two years for Ayla's dinner with Jennifer Aniston, Jimmy Kimmel, John Han, and admits he's been afraid of catching COVID. Howard Stern, 68 years old, finally, finally ventured outside of his $20 million Southampton home to, a, to dine with Ayla celebrities. He and his wife, Beth, were invited out by K Jimmy Kimmel to dine with Laser Wolf in Williamburg, Brooklyn. Other celebrities in attendance included Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, John Hamm, and Justin Therox. The radio host admitted on Monday that the, out, uh, that the outgoing was emotionally exhausting. This guy used to be so anti-establishment. I'll throw in some clips of his best shit. But he had like the FCC... Bill Clinton, George Bush, 
uh, Bush Sr., even, I think, some late Reagan, and Trump, all these policies, even Obama, all these, all these leaders were pissed and hated him and tried to use the government to bring him down multiple times. And Howard Stern was like, fuck you. You can't fucking stop me. Oh, I can't do that on air? Well, I'm going to do it on air. He was the George Carlin for the longest time on the radio. But then he just lost that fire and submitted. Like, the man who used to stand up to the system is now afraid of germs and gets emotionally exhausted when he goes out to dinner with friends. What the fuck? Hard fall, man. I guess if you, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the vapid fucking pussy. He reportedly told his wife he didn't want to go and was in a panic and said, I don't want to get COVID. The germaphobe has been recording his program from his mansion and had previously revealed on his show that his father, Ben, died of COVID-19, died of or with. Now, this article was by Alyssa Guzman from October 4th, 2022. October, November, December, three months, January, February, March, April. That is seven months. He left his house seven months ago for a pandemic that started three years ago and effectively ended a year into it. A year and a half into it. Insane. So let's uh, let's enjoy his fucking take, shall we? Howard Stern, Don Lemon, Jeff Shell were lucky to be fired at the same time as Tucker Carlson. I don't know who Jeff Shell is, full disclosure here. April 25th, let's get into it. Howard Stern said on Tuesday... That the that ousted CNN anchor Don Lemon and fired NBC uh, Universal CEO Jeff Shell were both fortunate to lose their jobs at the same time as Fox News' Tucker Carlson. The C the Sirius XM star argued that Carlson's exit gobbed up public attention that would have otherwise focused on the scandal-ridden Lemon based take actually, whose firing was announced Monday soon after Fox uh, parted ways with the host. Shell was fired uh, for uh, Shell was fired for cause in a for cause do you mean for causing for causing a move announced Sunday after admitting to be an quote inappropriate in an inappropriate relationship with a staffer later identified as CNBC international anchor uh, Hadley Gamble quote Don Lemon got fired at CNN and then uh, what was it? Some other guy at uh, NBC, Jeff Schuller, who's in uh, what's this? What's this? An, an, an executive got fired. Stern said on Tuesday's episode. How's that for a Howard Stern impression? On Tuesday's episode of his Sirius XM radio show, the recording, the recorder, uh, as recorded by Mediate. Mediate is such a sketchy company. Quote. And I'm like Jeff Shells is so lucky. And so is Don Lemon, because Tucker Carlson getting fired on the same day you get fired, you barely make news. Like, no one will even notice, Stern added. He's lucky. Co-host Robin Rivers claimed, how old is Robin Rivers now? She's fucking ancient. Uh, chimed in to agree with Stern, asserting that CNN and NBC may have moved forward with their respective actions after the news about Carlson surfaced. Nah, no fucking way. They were already in the moves beforehand. They had to be. Quote, You have the same thought I was. 
I thought when I thought when we heard that Carlson was fired, they said quickly get those firings out, out there in the public because it'll uh, it'll be dwarfed by Carlson. Quivers said. I'll tell you what happened. Carlson got fired and CNN called a quick meeting and said, hey, listen, let's go fire Don Lemon. Stern responded, quote, and let's get rid of Jeff Shell at NBC too, because now is the time to get rid of everybody because no one's going to really make a big deal about it. I would, I would push back by saying there have been major firings at NBC, ABC, uh, Twitter. Well, Twitter doesn't really matter right now, but uh, Facebook, <coughs> Alphabet, Google, all, all these big left-leaning companies have had massive layoffs, actually. As well as some major right-leaning companies like Fox, too. Fox, as well, has been doing layoffs. So, I, I would say, it, uh, Carlson, and like, if Don Lemon got fired at, at any other time, like, after, like, if Don Lemon got fired today instead of Carlson, all the attention would probably shift to Don Lemon for the approximation of 15 minutes until something new with Carlson came out. But at the same time, yeah, I, I will completely give you that. that. That does make sense, actually. That's a fair take. Fox News announced Monday morning that it had agreed to part ways with Carlson, you all know this, who had hosted the network's 8 p.m. time slot. Fox News is a subsidiary of Fox Corp., the sister company of the Post's corporate parent News Corp. While the media world was still uh, reacting to Carlson's ouster, CNN announced that Lemon had been fired following several high-profile incidences, including widely criticized sexist remarks about GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley. No, he said she was out of her prime, and as a fact, that is true. Lemon claimed to have been stunned by the news and said CNN's top brass never uh, contacted him directly, an allegation that prompted a fiery denial by the network. Yeah. His fucking mouth looks like a, a part that part that got stung by a bee. Shell's shocking dismissal was first announced on Sunday, before Carlson's exit with NBC Universal's parent company Comcast, stating he was terminated after an investigation quote led by outside counsel into. A complaint of inappropriate conduct, an attorney for NBC International's gamble later confirmed on Monday that her client, uh, her client had, a, had filed a complaint accusing Shell of a sexual harassment and sex discrimination. Gamble's involvement had first surfaced in a dead, uh, dead, uh, I'm, I'm not sure deadlne.com I almost said deadline but I don't know if that's it so it's d-e-a-d-l-n-e.com report the previous day let's look at the first three comments before we wrap up here Howie <laughs> that's so funny uh, Timster55 Howie the has been failed to talk about when he got uh, canned by NBC way back that said, who cares what how what Howie has to say about anything anyway? Yeah, I, I'm only doing it because Howard Stern somehow gets clicks. I mean, look at me right now. Uh, Publus, he's talked he's talked about his firing pretty extensively and also made it uh, made it a major part of his movie. Yeah, true, but this is the time to reference it, and the fact that he did re didn't reference it, especially after, you know, Airfield. Anyway. 
especially after you know he had that recent deal with NBC fall through again like two years ago. You know it's worth bringing up again. Uh, Teamert, how he was fired? Guess I missed it. Meh. And Palmer Beecher and Palm Beecher says Stern was clearly a hugely talented radio genius in his day, past, but has sadly lost his fastball. He has since become a germ-obsessed liberal who ironically proclaims he is neither for neither party. He also killed the best part of his show, The News, which used to be, I think, killing the freak show, kind of like, like, like the sideshow kind of fucked it up, which used to be a pinnacle of freewheeling creativity. The comedy on his show now is just a liberal snooze fest as he jocks against other morning shows for interviews. Fair, fair. He's really buckled underneath the state. That being said, I've been your host, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls, and I shall catch you guys later. Ladies and gentlemen, they got him. At least that's what they would like to say, right? You know, we all know that uh, we all know that the leftoids right now, the liberals, uh, you know, the under a hundred IQ crowd, or okay, I'll be generous, the un- one ten and under crowd are basically celebrating the fact that Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox, you know. And also, big shout out to AOC. Lovely video, by the way, Queen. Yes, slay, you know. (laughs) I loved your diction. I loved how you talked at like approximately five words per minute. That's amazing. Just keep on doing you, right? But she came out and said the quiet part out loud. Cancel culture and platforming work. Remember that because we have been trying to tell people that, hey, leftists, liberals, they go out and they get people fired from their jobs when they say stuff that is objectionable. And what preceded, you know, AOC took the bait. What preceded Tucker Carlson getting fired? No, 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 no. Not just the Dominion lawsuit, you know, that $738 million settlement that Rupert Murdoch, you know, he started to feel his old wrinkly hands start getting a little shaky when he realized he wasn't going to be able to bury it in his pool of money. So, uh, you know, not that, but AOC talking about federal investigation and federal charges for incitement against Tucker Carlson. And lo and behold, in true Republican fashion, conservative ink on time always, Fox cans Tucker Carlson. Talk about cutting off your nose and spite your face, man. Like, any real conservative outlet would have been like, you know what? Kick rocks, guys. We might have, well, number one, they wouldn't have settled, but we're going to pretend they do. We might have settled for this lawsuit, but we are not about to be bullied. So you want to send your dogs, you want to investigate Tucker Carlson or, you know, federal charge. We're going to throw all of our support behind our heavy hitter and arguably one of the main reasons why people even watch our channel you know, people under 60, but we're going to, we're going to throw all the support behind them and y'all can come at us. Not Fox, not, not Murdoch, you know, not them. No, 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 no. They say, okay, Democrats, we'll give you whatever you want. Just, just don't take any more of our money. And there you go. So you've already, you've already validated cancer culture. You've already validated the fact that we've tried to say Fox News is controlled opposition. Hopefully Trump finally stops watching them and starts watching some actual channels that will give him some insight. And then, not only that, you've unsealed Tucker Carlson. 
from the chains of Murdoch's basement, from Fox Corp's, <laughs> from their slave halls, you finally allowed Tucker Carlson to go out and make whatever content he wants on any platform. Because I guarantee you, this push for decentralized media is not getting old. It's not going away. The genie is out the bottle. We're seeing how much some of these creators are making, making content on their own networks or on these smaller networks that don't have these massive all-encompassing contracts and limits and want to basically capitulate to stay on air. So... Tucker's got the hot hand. He can literally go and make content wherever he wants to make. And it's probably still going to do massive numbers. Because, again, that audience is going to follow him. So, what you're about to see now is the floodgates being busted wide open. If they haven't already. Because once Tucker starts making money, what do you think other creators are going to do? What do you think other pundits are going to do? Hey, man. Tucker Carlson made all that money. You know what? I, I, I do like money. I do like being able to say whatever I want to say. So they're going to go out and they're going to do the same. And when the Democrats want to censor, they don't just have one network to lean on. They don't just have two networks to lean on. You got a whole slew of them. You got a whole slew of moving targets right now that you can't quite do anything about. So again, AOC, our beautiful big booty Latina queen, thank you. Slay, continue to make those slow talking, those hooked on phonics, reading rainbow style videos that you make. I love it, girl. Just keep on doing work because nothing can stop what's coming. I hope you know that. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.